0: Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Cam Stewart here. Cam's part of the Locked On family. Um, Chris Level, our, our guest right now. Yeah, play some music for Chris. I mean, he he deserves that. He's part of the Locked On Tech. Cam. So I mean, this is a this is a guy. I don't know if y'all have like Locked On get-togethers or anything. You and Chris could certainly get together and some of that. But Chris. I mean he's he's on t- tech football, tech basketball. The man travels all the country with the Red Raiders. Uh Chris, welcome to town and and welcome back to the show.
1: Matt, I well I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I work for like six different people, so it gets kind of confusing, but uh nice to I guess it sounds like you got somebody there that does some locked-on stuff too. Good good folks. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh I do travel around everywhere in, in your lovely city now as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah, we're just, we're just probably, you may still be at the hotel. We're just right around the corner from wherever you are. We're right over here okay. by Foster Pavilion. Just the beautiful place that it is. Have you uh, laid eyes on it yet? Are you kind of waiting for just the right moment? I mean, this is going to be uh, big. I know I talked to Grant yesterday. He was anxious about getting a little shoot around in and getting his players familiar. Those are some soft rims. And some really forgiving backboards over there.
1: <laughs> I, I heard that Coach Drew was wanting to check on the the old backboard installation uh, for sure, but no, I, I was uh, I was in there last night. Uh, I was in there this morning. It's uh, it, it's a great facility. Happy for Baylor, and get, certainly is giving them a home court advantage, uh, different than the Ferrell Center, which uh, w- was pretty tough to play in as well. But this is certainly a a different feel. I'm sure it'll be full tonight and. Yeah, but uh, it's it's just kind of another layer to how good this basketball conference is so when you're playing these facilities and they're full and they, uh, you know, it's just it makes it uh, very difficult to try to win road games and that's the that's the key in this deal, man. You know, I think Baylor and Kansas have some of the best road records in the last several years, but uh, now if Baylor starts mixing in some big time home records. Look out!
0: Yeah, and and I'm kind of curious where tech is from a physical standpoint uh grant did say some folks were not at full strength i think one player actually missed the game what um uh what are you kind of anticipating Have our player are, P, are folks feeling better are they still under the weather uh is the team closer to full strength what what uh what uh, what are you what are you thinking heading into this one
1: yeah matt it's probably a you know, I hate, I hate to say it like this, but it's probably a good time to be playing Texas Tech right now. Yeah, they've they've been battling the, I, I, I guess you just want to call it I don't know if it's flu or or whatever, but it's it's just not been it's not been good and co- coaches, players, uh, all all uh, in, involved over the last you know five to six days, and um, you know, so I don't I, I think you'll you'll be dealing with. Uh, you know, a, a team that's kind of you know a bit shorthanded or, or not feeling great tonight, uh, unfortunately. But, hey man, nobody feels sorry for you. That's the way. Uh, that's the way it goes. And, and you just kind of roll your sleeves up and and do the best you can with it. But uh, yeah, you had uh, you had Lamar Washington and missed the game the other night. Is who you're referring to? And then we'll see what we get tonight. But uh, yeah, it's just you know just part of the part of the time of year, man. You get worn down, and if somebody gets a little gets a little bug, and it kind of, you know, you're in close proximity with everybody, traveling around everywhere, and uh, away you go. So you just do, do deal with it the best you can. But, uh, you know, and again, it, it'd be nice to have a, a second bye week or, you know, maybe a, a, an easier schedule, but that's just not what this conference does for you, man. It's brutal.
2: Chris, we talked about earlier, uh, Bayers had a lot of trouble. I, I said four of their five losses came against desperate teams, and by that I mean teams who have lost at least two games in a row going into that Baylor game. And we know, you know, the the obviously the level of this conference is higher than anywhere else in the country, and so those desperate teams are very, very good. Do you think that having lost two in a row, even though it's still the first week in February here, uh, that Tech is going to take on the identity of a desperate team against Baylor tonight?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because I, I think they uh, – they got off to a better start in the league. It's sitting there at what five and one compared to what anybody Mm -hmm. would have thought they are. This is a team that been around this program for 20 something years. And and I would have told you that, you know, they were much more talented last year uh, than they are this year. I mean, really fairly lopsided in, in that category. However, uh, I think Grant has done a phenomenal job of squeezing everything he can out of this group, and I think they, they do at times play with a, with an edge. Um, I think they're better served as kind of a an underdog role, you know, with a chip-on-your-shoulder t- type mentality than they were whenever they were all, you know, it's like in first place and they're kind of all of a sudden people are talking about it and changing the, the conversations, you know, uh, not that they let off the gas or anything. I just think this league kind of – it, it'll chew you up and uh, and things like that. There's just no gimmies. And, and you do deal with elite coaches and you deal with the desperation and the bounce back kind of thought process uh, that, that you're talking about. Uh, and so, you know, they, they've lost two in a row here. It hadn't been a lot of fun in the last week and guys are not feeling good. So, but, you know, I mean, they have some dudes on their team that, that are big time shot makers. I know Baylor's got a handful of those guys as well. Um, and I and I love I love uh, the, what what Coach Drew's team has got uh, on, on his roster this year. It, it, I You know, the pieces that he's got, it, it makes for a difficult, you know, evening. And, and there's some youth there, so they'll make some mistakes on occasion. But, you know, from a tech standpoint, it's just like you, you got to have some guys, you know, really make shots. And that's what Pop Isaacs has done and Chance McMillan has done. And I think Joe Toussaint on occasion. And, you know, so we'll see if they're up for the challenge tonight seemed like I
0: saw Chance McMillan at one point come off the bench and score 27 or something. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Some of the bench players, Langston Love is a good one for Baylor, some of the six men in this league. Talking to Chris Level, uh, who will be doing Texas Tech. He'll be on the call tonight. And um, I, you and Jeff, I really enjoyed I was, I think it was on Sirius the other day. I caught something you all were doing and, or one of those games. And, and uh, it's always a lot of fun because it's just uh, you will have a – a bit of a laid-back approach. It's just uh, you do a really nice job. I got to ask you: Do you think um, it's got to be a little weird for Grant coming back here? Uh, it's, he's been here as an assistant. I don't think he's ever coached here as a head coach. And then looking up to Scott and feeling, you know, that Scott had such a huge was so instrumental in his life and career. I mean, like, I know he can't really you can't think about that stuff while you're coaching. But I would think in the in the moments in the hours leading up to the game, there's got to be a lot of that kind of going through his head.
1: Yeah, a lot, lot of lot of respect there, uh, obviously between between the and, and there's you know there's some other folks on on this staff that have spent some time here and Video Coordinator Chris Nottingham was around the uh, Y'all's program for several years and. I think he's got a very close relationship with coach Jenkins and that's kind of why, you know, uh, I I think Chris is working uh, at Tech now based on that recommendation. There's just a lot of mutual respect and admiration and all those things and you're you're right. It's it, it this is a little bit different than uh like uh Chris Beard coming back to Lubbock when he's the UT head coach for sure, but uh <laughs> you yeah, know, but yeah, Grant uh he has nothing but great things to say about his time with coach Drew and Certainly wants to try to emulate, you know, a lot of things at, at Texas Tech on what he learned here and 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 all those things. But uh, yeah, it's probably probably an emotional night, you know. And I, I mean, obviously, you know, both guys are going to want to win and all those things that that's a given. But yeah, probably deep down, it's uh, it's it probably a lot of emotions. Uh, and, and I think it's probably maybe easier on Grant that you're not going back into the Ferrell Center where he was the assistant. It's a brand new building, so it's probably a different. Uh, mindset, whether it's a, a new arena and not a lot of familiarity there, so maybe that eases some of that. I don't know, but um, but yeah, I mean he's been asked about Scott a bunch over the last uh, 24, 48 hours, and um, has nothing but great things to say.
2: And kind of speaking about Grant still here, and and you know he comes in and he turns programs around pretty quickly. He's done that at all of his stops. He comes in here with Tech. You mentioned the five and one start in the conference. It's not his own guys. We saw something very similar albeit in a different situation with Mark Adams in his first year at Tech and that, oh boy, like right away we're at the beard levels even though it's it's Mark Adams. And there was kind of a divide it felt like between people saying, well, yeah, but it's not his own guys, blah, 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 versus Tech fans who were saying, well, this is what Tech is now. We're, we're a basketball program now. Is there apprehension uh, in the fan base now to really get behind what Grant McCaslin is building until we see the personnel that he brings in, or is it just all excitement out there in Raiderland?
1: No, you know, it, it's a, it's a great question. You, you, you phrase it in such a way where the, you know, the, the previous, you know, Mark was a, uh, he's a tech guy. He'd been around at, at, at different stints on the staff. And I think just, you know, after that first year, it was. It was a sweet 16 year. I, mean, I think, in, in fact, uh, Tech came here when Baylor was number one two years ago and, and knocked him off. And, and that was a phenomenal team. And it's like, for whatever reason, Mark decided because those were a lot of his pieces that uh, one year guys, Adonis Arms and Davion Warren and Bryson Williams and, you know, yeah, TJ Shannon and, and Terrence. Uh, I mean, yeah, Terrence Shannon and Kevin McCullough were part of that group too, were some holdovers. But, and then it's like last year, he just changed everything. He went from being old. and and having long athletes all over the court to to being really young and smaller. And it was just bizarre. And there was a lot of things going on uh, behind the scenes and off the court. I'm sure you can go Google it and and, and read plenty that went on behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Most of what you'll read is probably true. I don't know what all is out there, but it was just a mess. And I think what Grant has done is he's been drama-free, he, he's just such a good human, and he, and he's just such a good coach. That combination, and he's got a lot of ties to Texas Tech, you know, and I think it was a perfect fit for what Texas Tech needed at the time. Somebody that would come in and stabilize things that had nothing to do with the previous regime. Grant has spent some time in Lubbock, and I just – because, I mean, I, I, again, I'll, I'll go back to what I said earlier. they are not They're not one of the most talented teams in this league, but I think Grant has them. They play hard – um, he coaches them extremely well um, and, and I think that they're they're kind of a connected group. Um, it's not a deep team uh, and I think that he's got a lot of grace uh, uh you know at tech right now for what he's been able to do and way ahead of the curve based on maybe what people thought this would be when it when it started and people know that they were trying to put this roster together last summer very quickly and a lot of time had passed you're trying to figure out who wants to you know, who wants to stay? Who do you who do you want to stay? Uh, what what do we need to go find out there? And all the while, days are passing and guys are coming off the board in the portal, and you you, you and then and then you, you roll up in mid uh, I guess mid December and you lose a starter in Devin Cambridge for the season, which is which has really hurt him. Uh, you know, he was the one guy that fit in in a lot of these Big Twelve games where he's kind of a positionless six seven guy, great on the wing. You can you can switch him on everybody and great in transition, all that stuff. And they just don't they didn't have a you know, and they don't have another really replacement for him. So uh it, it's kind of amazing to where the, you know, he's taken this team to where they are right now in the in the best league in the country. But um he expects to win every night, you know, that and they prepare as such. But he's been a great fit and, and the timing was really good for I think for Texas Tech and for Coach McCaslin.
0: All right, well he was a good Fiji here on the Baylor campus okay he was good he always paid his dues on time and and uh, did a nice job and so fit in well on uh, on campus but uh, yeah that's going be it's gonna be fascinating I mean he's just a you're right he's a he's a great guy he's a great motivator he didn't sound his voice didn't sound right so he may be sick himself although he would not confirm he thought by confirming that that was giving too much information away but uh, just be aware Chris of the highly volatile Scott Drew all right now that he's getting kicked out of games and things like that <laughs> this is uh, this was qu- quite a scene the other night now um, it wasn't that weird to find out that maybe there wasn't as much oversight of these officials as we had thought or hoped. In um, that now, Brett Yormark and his crew—they are grading officials now and it, giving them feedback. And, and Chris, you and I know who was running basketball. I mean, John Underwood's a great guy, great friend, but that's a very strange thing to hear about. That that maybe the Big 12 was was way behind in that area. I, I didn't. Um, I, I thought that was very a very strange thing to hear. That uh, that maybe they're just now getting
1: graded. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to get myself in trouble here, but yeah, I, I agree with, uh, with with what Mac Rhodes said the other night in that if if you want to promote the fact that this league has the best basketball in the country, and I know that is a big deal to Commissioner Yormark, and I think he's trying to sell that vision to you know maybe even in time split the rights between football and basketball and. We know, you know, Coach, you know, Brett Yormark's, you know, NBA ties and all those things, and and it, and it is, but the, the, it's some nights, man. You're, you know, uh, based on what Mac Rhodes said, the, the officiating doesn't match it. It's very frustrating, and, and I I agree. I think the crew like tonight is a very veteran laden crew that that's uh that's supposed to call the game tonight. But uh, some nights it's just, and, and I think because the league is expanded, you've got more more and younger officials work in some of these games now. But I don't know what the answer is, but it, it does surprise me that they're just now holding these guys accountable. They're very well compensated. And, again, there's some really good ones. Uh, and, I, and I I do some TV games for, for Texas Tech at times, too. And you, you get to know them. And when you do the TV side of it, they come over and they'll communicate, you know, hey, this is what the call was or, you know, let, let me clarify so we can, you know, help tell that story correctly on, on TV uh, and so you get to know some of these guys, but man, I, I, I didn't, I was watching the other night after, mm-hmm. you know, text loss to, um, to Cincinnati and got home and watched that. And I was like, what is going on? Uh, it's just, it's just frustrating. Uh, w- w- especially when you don't get answers, like why, you know, w- why are things the, the way that they are? What was the mm-hmm. reason for this call? Uh, and, 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 you know, but it's just, uh. You know, I hope that it does get better, but I think we all have to understand that it's just going to be imperfect on some nights. That's just, I think, if you don't think that, you're you're just setting yourself up to drive yourself crazy. So, uh, it it is what it is, I guess. But boy, we don't have to like it. I don't guess. I'm just glad you guys
0: never question the officiating when you're on the air, okay? I've never. I've never I, I, and I, I, I do often. <laughs> I, I, and, I, but I, and I'll tell you, I I do. I do, I, I tell you what I
1: do try to do. I do. I'll tell you what I do try to do. I do question it. Uh, but I also, when they make good calls or, yeah. or even a bad call that would go in tech's mm-hmm. favor, I try to say that too. I try to be very fair from that standpoint. But you just try to call it yeah. like you see it. And you don't want to get personal or, or anything like that. But sometimes I mean you, you have to call call it out you know I just don't think you're're you're, you're, you're yeah. telling the right story if you not that you need to focus on it but you try to point out when they do a really good job too you know and I think that's important all right well listen
0: I'm glad the uh, national anthem was not being rehearsed during our uh, conversation tonight uh Chris have a great call look forward to seeing you over at foster
1: hey I appreciate it Matt you guys have a good night we'll see you in a little bit
0: there he goes Chris Level and uh, does a great job on Tech Radio football and basketball Grant Mc-